the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, on a Thursday afternoon, you guys should be dancing. There's only one more day left, and um, then you're going to have a weekend. I don't know. It may be a rainy weekend, and that stinks for us here in... uh, uh, in the Brooklyn crew, because in Bay Ridge on 3rd Avenue on, on Saturday is the Ragamuffin Parade where all the kids get dressed up. And on Sunday is the uh, 3rd Avenue Festival where they shut down all of 3rd Avenue and all the vendors come in. And we all kind of walk around and have a drink. And I have a little rehearsal on Sunday, although that'll be indoors. We'll talk about that later because that's going to be a big fun event for us. Um, but let's face it. Everyone is talking about crime, 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 whether we like it or not, whether we get sick of it or not. And when it affects you, then you're not going to get sick of the topic. And, you know, we focus on the city a lot, but a lot of our listeners are are Nassau and Suffolk County residents. So Joan was smart enough and nice enough to get us the Nassau County Sheriff's Correction Officers Benevolent Association President Brian Sullivan to come on the line to talk about some of the issues and some real issues that are that are physically uh, uh, assaulting some of the his members and and what the cause of them is what the cause of these issues are so mr sullivan how are you it's arthur idala i appreciate you having me on this afternoon arthur i really appreciate the time i'm doing okay well, I, I really want you to, you know, we have a we have a big listening audience, and uh, th- our signal goes all the way out to not quite Riverhead, but you know, we're all in Nassau County, so that's you. Tell tell the folks what happened to your the member of your, of your department, and uh, what you guys are, you know, where where you're, where you're p- placing the blame right now. Well, one thing that goes on here is we've been talking about bail reform a lot for the last couple of years, ever since the uh, the legislature changed in Albany in 2019. Uh, myself and, and uh, the police commissioner out here, several other people, we've been addressing a lot of local groups on bail reform, how this is, it's, it's made this, the streets less safe, all of the stuff that goes along with that. And we see that on the news every night. Um, but one thing that does not get the same amount of attention, and, and I'm glad that you had me on today, and I know you've spoken to Benny Basio in the city, is a law called HALT, H-A-L-T. Uh, that refers to humane alternatives to long-term solitary confinement. The name in and of itself is a complete fabrication because the, the last thing that it is is humane. And the, secondly, we don't have solitary confinement in New York State. The people that support this, all of the, uh, the progressives in Albany and the progressives in the city, would have everyone believe that it's, it's uh, some 1930s prison where, where, where inmate prisoners are thrown into dungeons. There's no natural light. You're fed bread and water every day, and you're not allowed out. You don't see any sunshine. It's a complete fabrication. What we have in New York State jails and prisons is uh, administrative segregation. Segre- administrative and punitive segregation is basically jail within jail, 
you commit a crime out in the street, you know, like, like we keep talking about with bail reform, you get arrested. You do a, a rape, a robbery, a murder, uh, assault, anything like that, you go to jail. If you do those same crimes in jail, uh, you commit a murder, you, you commit an assault, you're a gangbanger, and you're, you're slicing somebody up with a weapon that you obtain or make, and you get put into administrative segregation. It separates you from the general population of the jail. What, these, what this law aims to do and has done is taken away our ability to separate dangerous and violent predators from the general population of, of inmates. You have, you know, now since we have bail reform, most inners that are in our jails, the inmates, are in for more heavy-duty charges. You know, right. you, you don't have... Brian, let me, let me just interrupt you, because I just want to make sure folks who are listening know who they're listening to. This is, we're very lucky to have Brian Sullivan on our airwaves. He's the Nassau Correction Officers Benevolent Association President, and he's talking about the state of affairs in, in within the correctional facilities and how it's affecting uh, the members of the uh, Correction Officers Union. <clears throat> I'm sorry to interrupt you, Brian, but I just, you, you were... You're doing great. I just want to make sure people know the authority of which, with which you speak. That's okay. I, re- I really appreciate uh, you doing that for me. I do. Um, what this what this boils down to is is going this this whole legislation took effect in April of this year, this past April, and what we've seen happen since April is at least double the incidence of violence in all all of our jails, particularly in the state jails. But speaking from my my experience in Nassau County, uh, when you have a, a violent incident where inmates have to be separated from each other or, or you have to disarm an inmate that has a weapon or you have to stop them from, from trying to kill or injure another inmate, we call that a use of force. It's, it's a, staff's, uh, a staff's necessity to use force on an inmate to stop their actions. What we've seen is, a, is our uses of force and, and reportable incidents have doubled since HALT came into effect. And there's, there's no denying that it is a direct result of this HALT legislation. Now, we've been, we've been talking about uh, HALT going back, believe it or not, it, it actually started in about 2013 up in Albany, but the progressives didn't have the power that they do now. And it, it was basically something that, was, that kept getting pushed aside, pushed aside, pushed aside as something that was completely insane. Why would anybody think about doing something like that, just like bail reform and discovery reform? But then in 2019, when the, when the whole legislature turned over, these issues just came up and they were pushed through the legislature with no public hearings, no, uh, uh, you know, no ability for the stakeholders to get up and speak and, and try to convince people that how dangerous these, these uh, issues are. They were put through in the state budget process. You know, HALT was put through just like bail reform and discovery in the budget process, so you, you are not able to stand in front of the legislature and speak the opposition to this and show how dangerous it is. And to listen to the people that support this, the Julia Salazar's, the Jessica Ramos's, it, it's, it's complete fantasy land that any of this stuff is actually working. So we, let, me, let me ask something. Right now, right now, if a, uh, an inmate who's in there on a very serious crime, whatever they call him, a detainee who's in there on a very serious crime already, you know, attempted murder or rape or something like that. If he attacks someone and commits another serious felony uh, within the jail cell and he's a danger to other prisoners, what authority does the, the correction officers have to take at this point? What we had 
prior to halt is you would immediately remove them from the area. We would place someone particularly who is violent in what we called our behavior modification unit, the BMU. They would be separated from the general population, but they would be in a, in a cell that was pretty much the same as the one they were in before, only with more restrictions. They had access to natural light. They had access to recreation periods. They had more access to uh, mental health, medical, and, uh, and law libraries, things like that. After halt, the first thing that the, that the, the now former sheriff, because the guy left, after halt, the first thing they did was blame halt to, uh, and, they, and they closed the BMU. So now we had no ability to separate or segregate these violent predators and basically what happens now, and just like what happened to our officer uh, a couple of weeks ago, is you have somebody commit a violent act in one of these dormitories, and they move him to another dormitory, but he cannot be placed in pretrial segregation, which, which means he's allowed out uh, between six and eight hours a day, where previously it was two hours and it was more controlled uh, by us. We could separate them in, in smaller groups. But now they have to be allowed out six to eight hours a day in a new housing area, basically where he has a new set of prey that, that he can he can do these. So all on. you're basically doing is moving the problem from one place to another place, but you're not really doing anything to correct the problem. You're not doing anything to correct the problem at all. You're, you're, taking, the, you're taking the problem from dorm A and you're putting him in dorm B. And then when they do have the hearing, a disciplinary hearing, the maximum amount of time that you can separate an inmate is 15 days, where prior it was it was reviewable every seven days, but you could lock you could separate them and segregate them for 30 days at a clip. So now, and we're talking we're talking to Brian Sullivan. He's the, uh, the Nassau County Correction Officers Benevolent Association president about the state of affairs. What, what is there? Is there anything that we, I feel like I'm silly asking you this question because it's the same question I ask people about bail reform. Is there anything that we could do to, to fix this, to change this, to help you guys to, because what people aren't understanding is uh, the, the legislators, they put this thing in there and yet more people are getting hurt since they instituted, they instituted this like, like twice as many people are getting hurt. Now it's not like from 100 to 200. It's more like from 15 to 30. But if you're one of those extra 15 people who are now getting hurt or wasn't getting hurt before, it's a big difference. So is there anything we could do besides, you know, go into yeah. the voting booth? The, there's what, what we need, especially to halt is because it's behind the walls of correctional facilities and, and a lot of municipalities and the people don't want to know what goes on in jail. They just know the jail's there. They don't, they don't want to know what goes on inside. What we need to do is, is have a public information campaign and just keep proving to the public and proving to the, to the politicians that this entire endeavor is a fraud. Halt is, is a fraud. It does not make jails safer. It does not make uh, uh, inmates in our jails safer. It does not provide more, uh, more services and more, and more things for the inmates. It provides less. All it does, just like bail reform, is make the, the jails less safe, more violent. It, it's, it's completely at the, at the beck and call of the predatory inmates in our jail, just like bail reform is. And when you have the Julius Salazars of the world telling you that it works, it's making everything more, uh, making everything more safe, and, and it provides better for people in jail, it's a complete lie. They, they have blinders on, and their hands are over their ears. They don't want to listen to the stakeholders that run jails every day. 
We, we actually went to, to Albany in March. I, I belong to a downstate correction coalition, Nassau, Suffolk, Westchester, New York City, and New York State Corrections. We formed a, a, represent, a, a group that represents about 50,000 correction officers in New York State. We tried to sit down with Julia Salazar, the senator, uh, who was the sponsor of HALT, and say, listen, at the very least, you have to delay the implementation of HALT because several things that go along with this law are just not able to be implemented. They were supposed to provide state money to, to have residential rehabilitation units built. They were supposed to provide training. They were supposed to give our officers training. They're supposed to, to have a different areas that you could separate them, even though you're letting them out for more time. That was all thrown out. It was all completely thrown out. There's no money. There's no anything. Julia Salazar would not even meet with us. We, we, we well, that's, that's, that is, that's a dereliction of her duty. The fact that she won't sit there and hear you out is ridiculous. Brian, I'm, I apologize, but we've run out of time. But just know, I know you have uh, my producer Jones uh, contact information. Anything you need, you want to get your message out, you want to talk to uh, all of our listeners. As I said, we have a big fan base in Nassau County. You please don't hesitate to call. We're, we're here to help you guys. I am, I'm sending one of my lawyers to Rikers Island tomorrow to meet with two people. I've been there more times than I can count. Uh, I've been to Nassau. I've been in Suffolk. <clears throat> guys have a really tough job. And I appreciate all you do. So best of luck and keep fighting the fight. We got you back, Brian. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate the time. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, folks. Listen to the music by Alex Garrett. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.